Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. Hi there, my name is John Paul Kermy. I am a breathwork teacher. I'm really excited to be doing this new podcast with my good friend Feldy called Hang Up. That's right, I'm John Feldman. I'm in a band called Goldfinger. John Paul taught me breathwork, it changed my life. We're talking about solutions to problems today. Listen to Hang Ups on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the Audio Up News Network. It is Friday. I'm Zach Selwyn in Los Angeles talking to Liam Farrell in Brooklyn. What's up, my D? My G. What's my going D. on? That was a D and a G. My G. What is well, going bringing, on? I am bringing some big D energy and small G energy. I get it. Um, I'm bringing some GHB energy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so that yeah, kind of weak. <laughs> I was, uh, I was at a brunch in New York once and it was at this nice Italian place and all the waiters were Italian and I kept seeing them dropping some little droplets into their waters as they were working. And I asked them what it was and they said it was GHB and asked if I would like some. Where and was I this? Was young. This was in Manhattan. And Seriously? I like, yeah. I was like, sure, why not? And they gave me a little drop and it was over. It was like, I never do it again. It was stupid, but. I was young. You took GHB at a wait. I, 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 that doesn't make sense to me. How did how did they get away with doing that? It was a small like Italian cafe bistro kind of thing. They had an unlimited brunch, like an unlimited boozy brunch, is what we were really into back in the day. And I noticed that they kept every time they would go to like get water or coffee or something that little like side area they would drip something into their own waters. They weren't doing it to customers, but I, I caught them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? And GHB. All right, so here's my GHB story. Um, yeah. I didn't know what it was back in the day in the 90s, late 90s, early zeros in Hollywood. I was partying one night and this guy was just sitting there and he had this big jar of clear liquid and he kept pouring a little bit into his uh, drink and he drinking it. And I'm like, what is it? He goes, it's called G. I was like, what the hell is that? So I was like, I'll do some. And I did like two full shots of it and basically went oh. to a K hole and uh, <laughs> a G hole. And my girlfriend had to come get me. I left my car where I was. And amazingly, the, the sex that night was, you know, not to get personal, but was unbelievable. It was like one of those like, like the tongue of God is licking you kind of thing. And yeah. uh, it was weird. And then the next day, they're like, dude, we cannot believe you live. People are like, we've never seen anyone take that much GHB and just, like, bounce back. So, yeah, we both – Two shots. Dude, like, like full – I thought it was, like, a shot, like liquor, like Uzo or something. What did it taste like? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. It was – Woo! Wow. 
Yeah. I'm well, glad you're alive. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I'm glad you're alive, too. <laughs> a lot going on in the news today. Uh, first, we, you know, we always have to talk about how we nearly OD just to start every episode. Yep. Uh, then we get into the fake real news, which is what we're here bringing you. So much going on this week. Holy shnikes. A lot. I mean, where do we want to start? Let's start with Trump saying boycott Goodyear because they're banning political attire at work. Yep. So this is one of those stories that sort of came about. It's been going around as just a screenshot of a screenshot of a text or something. Right. So that's all it is. Goodyear said that they have no such policy, but basically someone screenshotted a, a like employee training thing from, I think it was Arizona as well. It's one of those um, Southwestern states um, that said MAGA hats and Blue Lives Matter uh, uh, apparel are not allowed at Goodyear workplace, but Black Lives Matter is totally fine. LGBT support, that's fine. Um, and as you can imagine, the, uh, the red people are having a fit and Goodyear is essentially canceled. Cancel Goodyear. You know what? This good this year hasn't been good at all. So I guess it kind of makes sense. Bad year. Bad year. Uh, remember that joke in Naked Gun? She died in a tragic limp accident over the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day. Good year? Nah, the worst. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. So good year. The only American-owned uh, made tire manufacturer, by the way. So there we go. Trump, Trump farming out more work overseas. Yeah, I mean, it really goes against everything that, you know, a lot of these guys stand for. Um, but, you know, it's just recreational outrage, cancel culture, whatever. And I'm totally predicting a viral TikTok challenge of MAGA people slashing their own Goodyear tires in protest. Oh, my God. I bet it'll happen. We'll, we will see it. Or just yeah. people who have Goodyear tires anywhere on the streets will get sliced up because... You know, random violence is just what the world's about right now. It's really, really comfortable place to be. How's Brooklyn, by the way? You seen anything happen out there? Brooklyn's pretty chill. I think we're in this weird, like, there's not too much tourism in Brooklyn going on. Um, I mean, normally anyway, and there's not too much, like, high-end, like, there's no Tiffany's in Brooklyn. And that's where I think right. all the major damage happened. But we actually drove, went to New Jersey last weekend and drove through Manhattan. And, yeah, there's, like, a lot of stuff's boarded up. And there's just, like, nobody around. It looks like a bunch of shit has been, like, smashed in and locked wow. the fuck down. Yeah, you're right. No Tiffany's. They're not going to come for it. Um, no Nike store. No Apple store. Like, the things that you want the stuff from. People want, you know, electronics and shoes and things like that. People don't, don't want to raid a bodega. Although, I did see ATM theft is on the rise. Really? Mm -hmm. That I support. Mm -hmm. Me yep. too. All the time, people, ATMs charge me like six bucks for taking out like money in a New York City and I, I, from a different bank than I use. Steal the ATMs, cancel ATMs. Yeah, let's take back the streets. Mm hmm. Cancel where everyone's going to card anyway. You don't want to be moving around cat, COVID cash all over the place. True. Little, little Ronies all over it. Ronies? Yeah, my mom's a straight up cash lady. Like, that's what she likes yeah. to do, is just cash. And, uh, I'm like, mom, no one's going to take this anymore. It's like, you got to get rid of this. Take yeah. You know, so I'm, I, as much cash as I have, at the beginning of this thing, I sort of panicked and took out like, I don't know, maybe 500 bucks and just stashed it in my house. You know, now I'm like, that's useless. Yep. <laughs> I get a tax write-off for removing cash. Anyway, ATM theft on the rise across New York City. Good luck opening it though. Did you ever see that one movie? I forget what it was called. 
the guy stole an ATM and they spent the whole movie trying to open it and they couldn't figure out how to get past the steel. Oh yeah, was that a was that a um, uh, Trailer Park Boys movie or maybe episode? it might have been, yeah. might have been, but I sort of remember Anthony Anderson being in it. I don't know. Um, oh, I don't know. I must have missed that. I'm, uh, we're in no Anthony Anderson household here. <laughs> well, when he when he stars in one of our podcasts, we'll have him on the show. Yes. Well, what's what's another headline I need to be aware of, Liam? Well, speaking of cat, I mean. ATMs are essentially cash vending machines. And have you heard about uh, the marijuana vending machines that are popping up in Colorado? Ooh, about time. I've not heard about that. Um, but why not? Makes sense, you know? You got everything you need there. Fast food, snacks, and weed. Yeah, I, I mean, it would be smart if they just put them right next to like soda and snacks vending machines. So you can yeah. do like custom pairings, you know? Oh, I thought they put it all in the vending machine. Like you can get, oh, ch- yeah, exactly. Like choice A, Cheez-Its. Choice B, Alaskan Thunderfuck. Oh, that's not a bad idea too. Yeah. You know? And you can put them, yeah. Have you ever been to Japan? No, it's on my bucket list though. Pretty cool. But they had many things in their vending machines. I'm sure you've heard of the First of all, they have the like schoolgirl panties, uh, which is absolutely ridiculous. And then they have beer. So like you can get, oh, really? you know, like a soda or a beer. So I would just get like a third, 24 ounce beer out of the vending machine. I was like, that, that works. <laughs> is this literally school or panty? Or is it like a, a chip, like a Frito flavored like that? I think it was like a, a repurposed. I don't think they were actually worn, but it's a fetish oh. over there. It's really disgusting. And- um, Oh my God. Yeah, that's a real yeah, thing. I- I heard uh, somebody had a really good observation that like, you know, like all the weirdest porn comes out of like Japan and Germany yeah. and like Russia. And um, the theory is that like countries that lose wars have the craziest porn. Uh, exactly. If you lose porn, you're doing shiza, shiza porn. I mean, if you lose a war, yeah. if you lose a war you're doing shiza porn. Uh, yeah. Where else? Did we just say Germany? What was the other one? Russia. Oh, yeah. They have great porn. They, they got it. Oh, yeah. Some you know, really weird stuff. Countries that never lost wars, you know, it's just boring, like Canadian. Yeah, there's just like Cinemax, like late night movies. <laughs> yep. Although the great late porn star August Ames came from Canada. Rest in peace. Did she? Rest in peace. My love. Oh, anyway. Uh, so, go ahead. I just, I mean, I was just thinking back about the vending machine yep. and worried, like, you ever get like a, you know, your bottle of Coke stuck and you have to like <laughs> hit it and yeah. imagine that the mayhem that would happen if your like bubble cush got stuck in there too. You got stuck behind some like Japanese schoolgirl panties. and <laughs> Shaking the machine for the, for the cush. That's dangerous. Shaking the machine. Yeah, that, they fall on people. Yeah, I think I read it's like an average of three people a year die from vending machines falling on them from shaking. That's ridiculous. I'll tell you right now, um, I got offered a um, shitload of money to leave my house today for a Snapchat um, commercial shoot. Oh, right, right now, Snapchat rented my house and I'm out at the beach and I'm, I'm in this outdoor motel and the guys next to me are smoking so much weed like it's from the, the sun up to sun down and beyond it's just a constant flow so my kids are doing homeschool with like a waft of bubble kush just coming out of the you know through the doorway 
And you think about it, like, remember when it was illegal? Like, I just don't. Oh, yeah. Happen here. Now they're giving it, putting it in vending machines. How many people in jail for weed are like, fuck this? So many. I mean, they need to let everybody out that is in jail for having just weed on them. I mean, I'm curious what it's like. It's been legal forever in California now. And I, I remember seeing my parents have a glass of wine with dinner or something. Is it like, do people have like a joint for dessert in California? They certainly do with the Sea Blue Hotel in Santa Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Sea Blue. Yeah. I mean, if you go out to the uh, like smoking patio at a restaurant, you're right. Can you just light up a blunt? Be like, well, just so yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I wonder that. It's so crazy that people are in jail about that bullshit. I know, man. And remember how paranoid, I don't know, you're younger than me, but when we were younger, if you like were driving around and you had any kind of weed on you, you thought you were going to prison for like years. You know? Oh, yeah. Now it's just open. I, you know, I have to tell you, it's the one thing that people give me shit about. I'm not exactly a legalized recreational marijuana guy. Um, really? Yeah, I think it leads to just shitty situations. Um, basically, the uh, the whole city where I live, uh, everywhere I've ever been that's had legal marijuana, it's been homeless encampments everywhere, you know, uh, more vagrancy than I've ever seen, a lot more just, yeah, it's just everything's a lot more dirty. I don't know. It's just weird. It just doesn't work for me. I know it's a, it's a tough hill to die on, but... Everywhere, Interesting I've, been, everywhere I've been, I haven't seen much progress since people legalized the herb. So, Interesting. I well, yeah, I, yeah, you're de I think you're definitely in a minority with that, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's something that you want. I mean, there's, it's not legal here, but you have plenty of homeless people. Yeah, I don't really see many people strung out on the streets on weed, though. It's always like, right. something much more. I think it starts hard. with that. It starts with the, the weed and then eventually you're, you know, shooting straight GHB into your, into your tip, the tip, <laughs> yeah, the tip nice of your dollar. cock. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, man, I don't know. That's just something I've just, it's not saying that all stoners are, are going to end up there. I mean, I've been a very functioning marijuana smoker my whole life, but some people can't handle it. Like some people can't handle drinking, you know, it's just like, it's not for everybody. You know, there needs to be yeah. some some sort of regulation. Unfortunately, it's hard to like, you can't blow a point one two during a traffic stop if you're high, you know? That's true. You just smell and you want to go get ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit up some vending machines. Oh, man, exactly. <laughs> let's go hit up a fucking vending machine. Well, let's, good luck out there, Colorado. Let us know how that goes. Uh, you know where it's not going well? Britney Spears' house. Um, yeah crazy crazy instagram account she's just posting these bizarre things every other day she looks brainwashed now she wants to remove her father from her conservatorship what's that all about well the conservatorship from my understanding is it started in 2007 when she had that meltdown where she shaved her head and then right. uh, like attacked a gas station with an umbrella right um, oh that was amazing that was unbelievable it was, yeah it was pretty incredible to watch I just think, I, I find it a little bit sexist that she has one tiny little meltdown in 2007 and she has to live her entire life controlled by her father. And meanwhile, Kanye West has a meltdown every eight weeks and gets to run for president. 
Unbelievable. Double standard much? Yeah, you think? Do you think this is a thing because uh, she's just a female? I don't. What do you think it is? Could be that. She could have been hit maybe one too many times. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This is It's sad, and I am 100% free Britney on the yeah, record. Free Britney, me too. The, the conspiracy theory is, as we discussed on a past episode of Audio Up News Network, was that she's being sort of drugged and held against her will as her father is just spending all her money. And, you know, I don't, I don't doubt it. She doesn't look good. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it looks like from back when I remember Britney Spears, like at the top of her game, it honestly looks like she's aged like 15 years. She it's looks weird. real bad. She looks real bad. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it looks like she's like I don't know in her like forties or something. It's like yeah, and she's on. probably thirty, maybe. <laughs> I, uh, how, how old is, I don't even know. How old, I can't remember yeah. how. I don't know. They're like late thirties. Ugh. Ooh, she's uh, gross. <laughs> you know what I think we should do is you remember when uh, like I think it was last year there was that everyone ra- was going to raid Area Fifty One. And find the end. Oh, yeah. I think we should raid the Spears residence. That's a good idea. And free Britney. That's great. Uh, free Britney. I think we've seen free Britney before. Or leave Britney alone. Whatever. There's been enough Britney hashtags to, like, start a religion. So Leave Britney alone. Let's just hope yeah. she's all right. Let's just hope she's all right. Good luck getting out of that conservatorship there, Spears. Yeah, you know I mean? Pray for Spears. Yep. <laughs> Uh, they're closing. Uh, this is interesting. On our pet show podcast that Jimmy Jellinek and Dennis Quaid host, which is number two in the podcast space right now. Um, love those guys. Love those guys. They are interviewing today Carol Baskin. What? Yeah, we got Baskin on the show, which is exciting. Uh, apparently, no questions were asked about where she fed her husband, which tiger she fed her husband to. But speaking mm. of tigers, that's it for the Tiger King Zoo. They're closing that thing, huh? Shut down yeah Yeah. i mean uh what's his name jeff lowe you know i guess acquired it or something right you know while uh uh, what's his name is in jail but um yeah i mean it was it was i i remember years ago when tiger king came out and watching it and just seeing how (laughs) yeah that was years ago ago, right oh two two three years ago at least two three years ago yeah that is insane that was probably just march we were watching that right I think it literally was. Yeah, it feels like forever ago. Oh my god, Nuts. that's insane. Yeah, I mean that—that that was ten years ago. The tiger. That guy. Had, like right now, I'm like, oh, that guy must be getting out of his jail sentence pretty soon, huh? No, he still has twenty-four years. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, Jeff Lowe. So I guess they're. Oh, he's opening up the. He's closing it down to the public, but they're opening up to shoot content, whatever that means. I don't know. Um, mm. If it's so, going to be Tiger content, we, or yeah, are we going to see yeah. Tiger King uh, porn? You know, like who knows? We, we might. I mean, with Jeff Lowe's the creepiest out of that whole bunch, so I wouldn't be surprised. He's hung out in, in Vegas and shit like that. He looks like like a nine year old found that Zoltar machine from the movie Big. Yeah, and made a wish that he could, you know, be a fifty year old chubby guy, but still. <laughs> Brought all of his old nine-year-old clothes with him. He's got like true religion jeans or whatever they're called, and like uh, true. Uh, what's that other one? Something. Afflicted. Afflicted. Yeah, he's all about yeah. affl- affliction and uh, 
chrome hearts. Like, what a tool bag. What a, what a douche. I do like that he was, like, openly in a thruple or whatever with his wife and, like, whatever chicks he picked up in Vegas with the baby tigers. Like, talk about you, – you know, some people get a dog to, like, try to meet girls at the dog park. This guy just brought in, like, cuddly baby tigers and had nightly threesomes. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how much you can get away with if you're just soft-spoken. Because he was <laughs> – his voice compared to everybody else on that documentary was just like so calming and like, yeah, I'll li- definitely listen to this guy. He seems to know what he's talking about. Hey, I'm, I'm Jeff Lowe and I've been around big cats my whole life. Uh, you know, it's amazing. Speaking of thruples, I just read that John Mayer, the great stick man, as Michael Rappaport would say, John Mayer has been in a thruple for the past couple of years with two girls. Whoa. Yeah. Impressive, John. Yeah, he's got some girl from Shayna Shea is her name. I don't know who that is. And some girl who was like a cast member of one of those reality shows. Both beautiful young ladies. He's dating them both, living with them both. John Mayer for president, 2024. Living the dream, yeah. Uh, mad respect to John Mayer. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. You know, Call us, John. We'd love to ask you all about it. I could, uh, Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I feel like that guy could pull up a quadruple or a – a septuple, if you oh, he might to. be he's... up there. Yeah, he's got septuple Leonardo DiCaprio status. Yeah, get some yeah. dudes in the mix. Spice it up. <laughs> Did you watch that movie Palm Springs, by the way, on Hulu? No, is it good? It's great. It's really good. I mean, I I was reluctant because of uh, you know my Andy Samberg. I'm sort of uh, hot and cold with him, but this is a great, mm-hmm. great film. And at one point there was a joke about something similar to that. So, you know, if you get a chance to watch it, I recommend it. I'll watch it this weekend. Yes, sir. It was like Groundhog Day, but kind of updated. Oh, okay. And that's, that's I tough like Sandberg, one. so. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough one to do. You know? Yes. Uh, speaking of, I mean, that's a movie I probably would not have seen in the theaters, but I saw it at Hulu. But since you can't go to movie theaters, as doctors are saying... Uh, I'm not. I'm not that upset that I watched it, but yeah. What's this? The doctors are saying, "Sorry, don't go to the movie." Are movie theaters even open? No. No. I mean, it's uh, it's got to be the last, probably one of the last things that is going to open because it's just a bunch of people sitting in a room breathing and close together. I mean, I guess you could if they should just have open up theaters for really rich people to pay like two thousand dollars and you get the theater to yourself. And you can watch American Pickle or something <laughs> um, on the big screen. Yeah, like uh, what this one Michael Jackson used to do. Like when he wanted to see a movie, he would rent out though, he'd buy the, every seat. Or he yep. would try to get a copy of the print sent to his uh, house, which was uh, pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, I'd do that if I had the money. American Pickle looks amazing. It looks really good. I think it's. It, I think it's destined to be a popcorn classic. And my wife and I are probably going to watch it this weekend, streaming now on HBO Max. Send me your login information. I don't have HBO Max. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> I will send you my mom's login information. Nice. That's what I do. I could probably, now that I'm thinking about it, since we work at a media company, just spring the fourteen ninety nine and charge it to the company. I don't know. Yeah, man, expense that shit. Just a thought. You know, I got to start taking advantage of this gig. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot, of, a lot of opportunities for like entrepreneurship too with this because, um, you know, we could 
think of some like safe ways to watch movies. And one of those is I think they should make a mask that's just a bag of popcorn that you loop over your ears. So you can just breathe in real heavy and get a couple of like kernels, like not kernels, but pop little corns in your mouth and then eat Ooh. those. And then you can just constantly, and maybe they can hook it up to a tube that goes right to the popcorn machine that just funnels it into your face. Yeah, there's no way to eat popcorn. I was thinking about that. You got to share. I mean, popcorn, no one just crushes a whole popcorn themselves. There's many hands going in there. Lots of hands, sometimes uh, a penis. Sure. Um, I, I saw Diner. I know what Mickey Rourke yeah. was up to, yeah. Classic Rourke. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but they, they got to reinvent that. They got to think of some creative ways. Agreed. Agreed. That could be it for popcorn. Popcorn, you've been canceled. Greatest year ever. <laughs> I'm not a big popcorn guy, honestly. It gets stuck in my teeth. And it's not... <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I was never a big popcorn guy, but when I met my wife, she was a, she loves it. And I just started munching on it. And now with the kids, I'm like, I got to go to town every time I go to a movie. Yeah. What's the worst is kettle corn people. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. Hey, you get that big, like, <laughs> Christmas holiday, like, Tin. garbage can full of three <laughs> different kinds of, of kettle corn <laughs> gross <laughs> it is disgusting uh, it's like from popcornopolis or something some company that like it's just yeah. gross. Uh, some 14 year old boy scout sells it to you and it just sits in your house for months oh god yeah I, again my wife likes the kettle corn i don't get it weird oh. she also likes i'm not a caramel guy Me how are you either. where do you stand on caramel i'm not i don't like I just don't like it. Well, I'm indifferent on caramel, but I am very happy that you said caramel instead of caramel. Oh, is that? Some people say caramel. 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 Maybe that's a Northeast thing, but Maybe. I'm, I'm de yeah, caramel is correct. Caramel um, chameleon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> also it fucks with your teeth. And that's. Yes. You're just a highway to the cavity zone, you know? Um, yeah. I so, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with, with the movies, but popcorn's probably done. It's a bummer. Yep. Later. Later, guys. So how about this headline? A hostess at Chili's was assaulted by three customers, a.k.a. patriots who love their freedom, for enforcing dining rules at the popular restaurant. Um, yeah. What happened here? Well, this is, you know, this story just pissed me off. It's a, a young lady, a teen, who's trying to do her job you know, probably minimum wage. She's a hostess at a Chili's and this family of jagoffs walk in without masks. And there's like, there's, uh, I think eight of them because the policy is no parties bigger than six. Six, right. So I okay. guess, yeah, this, this woman is trying to figure out a way to accommodate all of them safely. And meanwhile, she's not, you know, she's, taking too long of a time, uh, according to them. And so they just so start assaulting her. And one, one person actually took a wet floor sign and bopped her with it. And that what is the just- hell is going on in this country? Indefensible, Zach. Yeah, especially a wet floor sign. If it was dry, if it was dry floor sign, different story. That would have been fine. You know, why this upsets me so much. First of all, it was an indoor dining, Chili's. I believe so. So I don't even know where that's happening. Where is dining still open? Uh, this cities? is probably somewhere in the South. Yeah. Uh, wasn't it Chili's 2, T-O-O, -O, that you see at the airport? 
No, it was a classic. Uh, I'm on my baby, my baby, my baby, my baby, my chili. I'm on my baby, my baby, my baby, my baby, my baby, my baby, chilies. Ah, yeah, I haven't been into a chilies in about a decade. But me either. Yeah, I'm trying to think with the. Oh, I used to work at TBS, and it was above a steak. Was it called Claim Jumper? Claim Jumper. You ever heard of that? That's like a Outback Steakhouse, no. like Ruby Tuesdays. It's just one of those kind of chain restaurants, and it's in Burbank. It's the only one I've ever seen. And uh, they have the loaded skins, the two-for-one beers at happy hour. They're always playing Ooh. like a basketball game you don't care about. I loved it. I do love a good chain restaurant. There's, yeah. a, there's a Buffalo Wild Wings uh, a little bit down, like right by Barclays Center down the street from my apartment. And my buddy and I go to Iran, I guess, unironically. I just like it. <laughs> right. But, but I noticed, I, like, Buffalo Wild Wings is all the, the hot, really hot girls from your high school that never went there. They all work at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. Or the Tilted Kilt down the street. Tilted Kilt? Is that an <laughs> Irish joint? Have you not heard of that? No. It must be West Coast chains. Oh, yeah. must be. It's like a, a Hooters meets sports bar and it's basically girls in little like scottish schoolgirl kind of hot outfits serving you wings and beer and shit it's in every like anytime you fly southwest airlines it's the hugest ad in the southwest because you know if you're flying to phoenix <laughs> you're gonna hit the kilt yeah you know? <laughs> oh i gotta put this on my bucket list yes there was a place in la for a while called dames and games which was Ooh. a I believe a topless joint with sports. It didn't last. Interesting. Did not get to go. I wonder why. That seems like a winning formula. I agree. You know? Mm-hmm. Three of my favorite things. Two boobs and beer. No, two boobs and, a, and <laughs> two boobs and basketball. Um, anyway, rest in peace, Jay. Uh, dames and games and sorry to hear about that young lady out there in wherever it was getting beat up for telling yeah them that's eight jag offs that they had to exactly. cut their party in two yeah fuck those guys if i see them oh, it's on site bring it on hey oh. uh, we got to talk about yeah. this last week Let's we talk. teased your simon cowell story and now is the time I believe you're going to share it. We're all excited. We had hundreds of emails over this past week asking to hear it. So here it is, everybody. Liam Farrell's Simon Cowell story. Hit yeah, me. so there was this, uh, this big event that was happening in uh, Cannes in the south of France that normally our fearless leader, Jared, goes to with right. a couple other uh, of his partners. Um, but his wife was giving birth the weekend that that happened. They still had everything paid for, um, and so he needed a replacement, and so he sent me. Nice. I was very fortunate to be able to go to Cannes for this incredible festival, and it was just nonstop networking and parties, and it was a real who's who mm-hmm. of, uh, of the screen and actors and, and entertainers. And one of the parties was hosted by Simon Cowell, none other than. Um, and Little Mix performed, it was really cool. And, you know, open bar, we were having some drinks and drinks equal, you need to pee. And so uh-huh. this particular party was on a beach. So they were like really fancy porta potties, but it was only one porta potty for everybody at the party. And so 
That was, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There was one porta potty for the whole party. Correct. It wasn't a huge party, mind you. It was maybe a hundred people, but still, one porta potty for a hundred people in an open bar. That's you're just asking for. It. Wow. Yeah. So big time. Luckily, I get to the porta potty and there's no line. Normally, I would expect a line, um, but I go and I toggle the handle and ah, oh, it's locked. I see. And so I'm like, all right, someone's just peeing in there and I'll just wait. So oh, no. I, stand, I start my own little line and then another line starts forming behind me of, you know, ad execs and film execs and models and actresses. And they're like, what's going on? Like, and it's taken a while. So I go and knock and there's no answer, nothing. And I'm like, I don't know. I guess it's, you know, someone's in there uh, having a good time. Uh, and then finally, after a line of about probably 15, 20 people forms behind me, opens up and I go right in. I really have to pee. And it's Simon Cowell is coming out of there. Wow. And he just looks, he looks at me, he looks at the line and he pats my shoulders like I warmed her up for you. And oh. I didn't really know what he meant by that until I closed the door oh. and I smelled. Oh. Simon was dropping oh. some serious American idols in there. It was <laughs> Simon Bowell. Yeah. I had to tell everybody when I came out, like I did not do that. That was Simon Cowell. Simon, let's call him so. Simon Bowell from now on. Uh, that's Simon Bowell. That's that is disgusting <laughs> and uh, unfortunate. First of all, that anyone would ever have to go to a porta potty, especially a guy worth almost a billion dollars. Um, I mean, that dude—that's that's pathetic. He throws a party with one. I'm sorry, I don't care who the hell you are. You got to treat your guests better, Simon. Cancel Simon yeah. Cowell. <laughs> Cancel Simon Cowell, but then renew him immediately because you got to respect the confidence. Yeah, he did not give a fuck. Yeah, that's true. Renew. He's renewed. He's back. He's back. Welcome back. All right. Well, there you go. The Liam Farrell, Simon Cowell story. I do not have one. Uh, I do not have a Simon Cowell story. And I don't think I ever will. That's my guess. Especially if he doesn't come out of that coma or whatever the hell he's in from that bike crash. But we're yeah. praying for you, Simon. Just don't, don't, you know, come around here with that porta potty on your mind. Mm-hmm. Speaking of porta potties and toilets, Tokyo has recently yes. called glass public toilets they're glass they're see-through but once you look at them they turn opaque this is an incredible uh technological advancement it's weird i don't understand it but japanese you know culture is strange they have a lot of things like we talked about the vending machines like this is their next thing clear public toilets what yeah and i guess the reasoning behind it is to show the public how clean the toilets are um, oh. before you go into it which is okay but i mean uh, me sitting in there I, I guess it's 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 a one-way opaqueness so you can see out you can see people walking oh by no as you're yeah as you're doing some simon cowell business in there and no i don't even want to talk about this that's horrible go ahead you don't want what you don't want to be you don't want to be stuck in there when the when the electricity goes out or something like that you know <laughs> yeah that's true or if they're out of t- I, there's just nothing about it I, I don't care how badly i had to go i would not first of all i have something called shy kidney i just can't pee in front of a lot of people i'm terrible at like a baseball game like with a trough you know like i i don't know there's enough bathroom humor on this episode to to handle our entire rest of our year but you know if you're in tokyo and if you've tried this drop us a line let us know how it is um but, you know, there, there's probably a good way to heckle the people inside, too, even though you can't see them. 
You can pretend you can't. Yeah. Like that'd be an interesting thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. I guess you could just kind of point and laugh at the, <laughs> yeah. just at the, the opaque wall. Just stand there and make weird faces and go, oh, 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 God. Yeah, just hit, exactly. Hit up, hit up some vending machine around the corner and just start throwing some panties at the <laughs> at the wall. <laughs> That's how it is in Japan, folks. Go check out. Uh, God, I can't remember Shinjuki. I went to some crazy places when I was there. Uh, it was amazing. Went to a baseball game when I was there, and oh yeah, at the Yomiuri Giants Tokyo Dome or whatever it is, and you know, thinking I would just get a hot dog. No, got a bento box. Ooh, pretty cool. And then you get a, you know, instead of getting one 16 ounce beer for $18, like at Dodger stadium, they have girls walking around with pony kegs strapped to their backs, going up into the crowds, going biru, biru. And you just give them a cup and they fill it up and they go, you know, that's six, whatever. And you pay for it. And you're like, thank you. Like you don't have to leave your seat. It's genius. Oh my God. They're so efficient over there. They got to figure it out. Yeah, and this was in 2007 or six. So this is a long time ago. And back then, I remember they had like the first time I'd ever seen a digital display menu at a fast food restaurant. And everything was just where we are now. So we're still about 14 years behind them. So, you know, someday we'll have girls with kegs on their backs at a baseball game. Yes, and see through toilets. <laughs> and see through toilets. Finally, the breaking news of the day, Steve Bannon, Trump's boy, arrested uh, for some really shady shit involving a border wall fundraising campaign. Uh, I was depressed because I looked at the New York Post and saw the pictures of the people who were arrested with him, and it included one guy in an Arizona Wildcats jersey, which is my team. So somehow someone close to my my heartstrings got tangled up with Bannon from defrauding donors $25 million. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, I guess. What a jackass! We gotta stay tuned about the uh, the Arizona connection. I don't. My understanding is, yeah, they were soliciting donations to build the wall. Which, okay, I thought Mexico was gonna pay for it, but whatever. Right, and remember then, that? Right, right. Yeah, and then enriching themselves and buying things like cars and having plastic surgery done. Um, so that's really interesting. And I'm I gotta say, I gotta give a shout out to the Southern District of New York who have been dropping some serious hot fire in 2020. Just arresting all these people. Arresting all these people. They're, they got Bannon. They got Ghislaine. They got, uh, they're gonna, they're forcing Trump to release his uh, taxes, all this stuff. They're, um, they're really on fire this year. They're on fire, but of course, then the city's burning and, uh, you know, the shootings are out of control. And, you know, at least they're getting the big guys. You know, let the small, they're getting the big, small yeah. uh, violence and, and all that stuff take care of itself. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's amazing to me that. So, wait, what was the thing about them using it for plastic surgery? That's true. Yeah. So apparently, Bannon was t- not Bannon didn't do this, but he took he's paid over a million dollars to this other guy whose name I can't remember. Um, but that other guy was supposed to be using it on uh, wall shit, I guess. But he ended <laughs> up uh, getting plastic surgery. Wow. What's it, yeah. What does he What does he need? Maybe a hair transplant, nose job. I don't know. It's a lot of money. You can get a whole new yeah. identification for 150 grand. You know? Yeah. yeah. I've seen Breaking exactly. Bad. I know what's up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Look, oh, wow. They arrested him on a yacht? 
they got him. Yeah, he was arrested at sea in Connecticut by agents of the U.S. Postal Service. There we go. Now it's all coming around. Defund the post office, arrest these people at sea with the using post office agents. It was just like six mailmen. They're like, we're taking you in. Yeah, they got the blue shorts on. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing masks. Really good health benefits, and they're just arresting. Oh. It's like, yeah. It's, see, the next season of Ozark is just writing itself. Yeah, it's right, eyes it's right there. Life. In Saturn news, speaking of health benefits, Screen Actors Guild uh, just announced that they're taking away all SAG acting um, health insurance for people who make less than 30000 a year working as an actor during the year, which and so you basically have to earn a certain amount of money to earn the health uh, plan every year. And that money comes from residuals and from sessions, meaning t times you work the job. Now they're saying residuals don't count towards it and you have to have it all in session fees. They got rid of their lower plan for working actors and they're only gonna give it to people who make over 30 grand a year, which means two people I know in this business are gonna have health insurance next year. It's the first time I won't have it in like 20 years. Oh my God, that's awful. Horrible, man. Bad day here in LA yesterday and across the country for all screen actors in the yeah. guild. Anyway, this guild sucks anyway. 1% of the whole guild works at any time. Bullshit. It'll be it'll be probably collapsing. My guess in the next couple of years. Yeah. You know. Damn. That's. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, it's a bummer. Luckily, this company get... has a great. The company I work for is a great health plan. <laughs> Shout out right. audio up. Yeah, baby. Free rhinoplasty from audio up. Yeah, they Completely know. They're paid like, for. Yeah, they're like all you guys need your noses done. Mm -hmm. Everybody here is getting the nose done. We're all going to look like the shoe with the food god, Jonathan Chobani. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to get some Stormy Daniels. Oh. If, I had, if I had free uh, cosmetic surgery, I'd get three Stormy Daniels just bolted onto my chest. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a hell of a news day right there, my <laughs> friends. Liam, how you doing? You feeling good? I'm feeling real good. I love yeah, it. I'm, I'm feeling good. Weekend. Me too. Have a great weekend. We will be back Monday with shorter episodes. Monday and Wednesday, Liam will come back next Friday and come in hot. For the Audio Up News Network, my name is Zach Selwyn. And I'm Liam Farrell. And we'll see you soon, y'all. I'm going to go find a glass toilet. Hey, Dennis Quaid here, and I want to tell you about the Orange Street. Now, I have recently started a podcast network called Audio Up, and much as I prepare for movie roles, I've been researching the podcast landscape and listening to hundreds of podcasts. One in particular stopped me in my tracks. The Orange Tree. It's a true crime podcast series told with such authenticity and care by Haley Butler and Tinu Thomas, two journalists who were University of Texas students when they started reporting on the story. It's about the 2005 murder of a young woman named Jennifer Cave near the University of Texas at Austin campus. What struck me most was the thorough examination of the case and the exclusive access granted to these two young reporters. What makes this true crime story so unique is their perspective. They're two young women who are the same age as Jennifer Cave and at very similar points in their lives. The Orange Tree is engaging, it's thoughtful, and really, really powerful. 
Take a listen to The Orange Tree on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts today. In Lauren Lake's courtroom, there is no nonsense. Step away when you have to say I'm a video. Don't talk when I'm talking. Just results. Mr. Jackson, you are the father. Live it, own it, be it. You see it? Listen to Lauren Lake's Paternity Court on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.